Hey, I was wondering, when you've got a, a roster like this, and you've got so many guys that can't play because they're sitting out or whatever, and, and you're thin, obviously, do you get personally more time to, to work with guys individually in, in practices or, or throughout the season? Or? Uh, I would say probably not uh, the way you, most of our individual stuff is, is primarily done uh, during the off season. But if you're talking about doing more stuff with Charlie and and, uh, and Dietrich and, and KJ, I'd say the answer is yes. Like yesterday, that was a good day. You know, they, they, the other guys didn't practice, but 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 you know, those the focus was on the guys that didn't start. So yeah, maybe a little bit with those guys, but not with your not with your no. The the advantage is if there is an advantage, is when we practice at home, you can keep your core seven or eight together all the time. So 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 a lot of times if you only got ten guys out there you're switching jerseys and doing that stuff so that that, that may be a little bit of an advantage in uh, keeping your team together spending more time with your team that could possibly play sure. than, than than having to switch jerseys a lot. What are the transfers that standing out to you right now? Uh, they're all about the same. I, I think I think they've all had good years. Uh, I, I really believe Charlie and KJ are tremendously improved, and, and, and Diedrich is you know he's. We don't have anybody guarding, so so uh, uh, you know he's he's uh, he's really a talented, very skilled, skilled guy. <clears throat> Coming up, having so little time to try to catch up, what's what are the hardest things that maybe some of us don't even notice for Silvio to 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 become instinctive for him? Uh, well, I, I yeah, it could be a lot of things. It could be. You know, being able to, to, to react and not think is, is usually takes time, but uh, it could be like a, on a defensive thing. If, if we're watching him play, if he was playing the four or the five, it may not seem that much, but do you want to switch four like we practice every day whenever Silvio's having to guard, you know, Keenan Evans or, 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 or Carter? And the answer would probably be no. So how do you, how do you work it with everybody else? Uh, Knowing that we're going to play different just for the small amount of time that he's in the game, uh, uh, and is it worth practicing all that time just to get to the point where you may do something in the game or you may not do it? Uh, that to me is the biggest hang-up with him. Uh, uh, spending all the time for him, knowing, you know, I always thought we're better off running five or six plays with him and two or three out-of-bounds plays and that kind of stuff. And he, he's picked some stuff. He's picked that stuff up good, but I don't think that he's had a fair chance. Uh, Having the feel to play with others, uh, uh, like those others do, you know, through the summer, through pickup games, through the fall, I, I, I do think that's made a difference. And 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 uh, I don't think that he's as confident, although he's shown flashes without question. Is confident going to make plays when he knows that maybe his role out there would be just don't kind of screw it up. And I think that's hard to play sometimes. And, and we haven't told him that, but in his mindset, you know, obviously that's got to be what he's thinking. Saturday, I'm assuming your approach as far as minutes for guys that won't change? You'll no, 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 yeah. not at all. No, 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 not at all. Uh, no, we, 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 we got, we got, we're, we're still, we're not playing for anything to help us in the, in the Big 12 tournament, obviously, but th this has, you know, potentially national implications, you know, depending on the seed lines and stuff like that. So certainly we'll, we'll play to win. Devontae's uh, uh, semifinals for the Wooden. Um, what does that mean? How many, how many make the semifinals? Ten. Ten, yeah. 
Um, could you discuss his emergence as a you know, candidate for National Player of the Year type uh, performances right now? Well, I, I didn't think that uh, uh, going into the last probably 10 days, I wouldn't think that he would be a candidate for National Player of the Year. I thought he'd be a candidate to make an All-American team. But there's a big difference between being a... a, a Turn it up so everybody can hear it. I, 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 think, uh, I do think he has emerged as a candidate. Now, not a leading candidate, in my opinion. But depending on who, who knows what's going to happen in the next 10 days. If, if he plays as well as anybody in the country in the next 10 days, he, you know, he, he, he may be a guy that could, that could win uh, uh, an award or two uh, uh, in that area. But I do think, without question, he's positioned himself to be heavily considered for first-team All-American. Does it make it more impressive? You've had guys that have done that, but does it make it more impressive when he's following Frank? Or? Uh, I would say no. I would say what we should kind of look at is how good Frank had it Yeah. having Devontae next to him. Yeah. Uh, 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 then we should also look at it is how good Devontae has been considering he does not have Frank next to him. Uh, uh, and that's not a knock to Malik or anything, but it's totally different. Malik is a prototypical two guard. I mean, he, he doesn't, he, he's not a point guard. He's not a, a guy that, that initiates or anything. And, and, but the, you know, last, in years past, you know, Frank could guard the other team's best player, but it probably wasn't our goal going into a game to wear him out the first half guarding the other team's best player. Hey, Devonta, you got to score the points. you got to take the shots at the end of the clock. you got to do all the talking. We're not going to stuff for you, and you're going to guard the other team's best player the whole time. And, and, and so to me, from a coach's standpoint, you have to respect that. Oklahoma State, there's a revenge motive there. They're a great offensive rebounding team. What else do you see? Well, they're playing, you know, I see them as being, you know, having a chance to get in the tournament. I, I, I do. If they go 8-10 and 10 in our league, how could – how could they not be under serious considerations if you go 8-10 and 10 in our league? And we're talking about everybody else in our league getting in at 8-10. and 10. Why shouldn't Oklahoma State be considered? I mean, they, they, if, if they beat us, they would have beaten Kansas twice, Texas Tech, and uh, uh, West Virginia. So the, 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 they would have had four wins against the best three teams in our league. Uh, uh, and they would have, uh, 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 you know, had a – had a huge non-conference win against Florida State, so so I think I think they deserve to be in the conversation, and, and so they'll have a ton to play for, and, and you know revenge may be part of it, but but I hope our mindset is to go down there and, and, and show them a team that they didn't see here in, in Lawrence because they didn't see the best of us in large part because they whipped us, but 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 I like for them to see a much better team in Stillwater. Do you think the guys know about the streak of never being swept uh, in the Bill Self era? I have no is idea. That, I, I don't know if LeGerald and Malik are laying awake at night. God, I really want this for coach. I don't think that's. I don't think that's. So if they know about it, they know about it. But that, that's not going to be anything that will be motivation for them. Is that stat? They may be. Uh, uh, mad enough at me that they'll say, okay, we, this is a good, a good way to get it. pretty astounding? You know, I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, it, it, yeah, it, it is, I guess. But, you know, back when it was north-south, you didn't play as many, uh, uh, you know, home-and-homes is what you do now. But I know it's been like, a, I, think, I think Brian said it had been like 100 series or 101, 101 series. And, so you know, hadn't been swept. So so uh, certainly, you know, 
going to Texas Tech and going to Stillwater isn't the remedy you would think to give you the best chance to keep that streak intact. But we've got an opportunity if we play well. Marcus Garrett really coming on. You rarely are, are surprised by anything your kids do. Is, is he even surprised you on what no. he can do shooting from the perimeter? No, no. Uh, he, he, he's, uh, he was never as poor a percentage shooter as what his stats showed. But he's, but he's not ready to be a, a really good percentage shooter yet. He's, he's still some time away in the gym and some, some, some from becoming a, 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 a consistent threat. But he has improved it so much, even though he takes limited shots, that, that uh, you know, you got to guard him. And, and I, I thought against uh, Texas the other night, I thought he's fabulous. And, 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 you know, he was great against, you know, he scored two points, I think, against Tech. I could be wrong. Uh, uh, but I thought he was one of our better performers against Tech as well. So he, he, he's on an uptick. When they were laying off of him and, you know, basically saying, go ahead and shoot it, I know you guys talked about just drive it. Drive it, athletic. yeah. Was it hard to convince him of that? or, or did, did No, he... no, he's not hard. To, Marcus, it's not hard. To, it would be hard to convince some players of that. But Marcus' ego is such, he just wants to do what he can to help his yeah. team win. He wasn't his leading scorer on his high school team. Yeah, right. So, so, so I mean, it's not like he, he's, that's how he's built. Some guys are built that way. Uh, you know, some guys uh, would say, hey, I can make that shot. And I said, I know you can make it. You can make it one out of five times. That's good enough to get beat. You know, uh, uh, but you can't really express that. Marcus is a guy, no, no, I understand that. But why, why would I, you know, if he's on a roll or Devontae or whoever's on a roll, you know, why wouldn't we try to get them a shot first? He, he understands that. But he has begun, gotten a lot better. And, and, and you know, teams are going to have to start guarding, we hope, you know, going down the stretch because he has been much better on that end. It also seems like these guys have really figured out, let's look to Udoka whenever possible. Yeah. Do you feel like that's important? Yeah, I, 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 I did until Texas Tech. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't throw it to him at yeah. all at Texas Tech because the pressure kind of pushed us out. But, but no, I do think the guys are playing through Dope more. I, I do. And, and, and you know, he's, he's without question playing the best ball he's played all year. What do you think when you see this field goal percentage number? Like, did you have a number when you started the season? No. Hey, we hope he hits this. And no, we don't, I don't ever think like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe with a guard, say, man, if he could shoot 38 to 40 from three, that would be a huge bonus. But I've never thought that with a big guy. First thing you think of, well, he's not getting enough shots. Then you go back and look at it. How many shots has he actually scored that's outside of three feet? I mean, uh, uh, not many. So, so, so we got to figure out ways, and we got to become better passers and ways to get him the ball in tight. He's improved a tremendous amount. His, his attitude's been great. Uh, uh, there's so many positives that, that, that he's done, you know, uh, considering his age and his lack of uh, playing, you know, all through his lifetime. You know, he's starting to really start to pick things up and the light's coming on now. It, it didn't hurt you, but you mentioned the free throws the other night. So yeah, they, they didn't. That was a, yeah, they, they didn't look good at all. Yeah. I mean, and, and after watching it and everything, there was a, uh, there was a, uh, there was a breakdown fundamentally. Not that it's going to be perfect, but but it, it's so much of it's repetition, and he reverted back to doing some things that he had before. And so when you revert back to doing some things, you combine that in with doing different things. Now it didn't look very good. So, but but he's worked hard on it since then, and, and hopefully hopefully he'll be more consistent, you know, moving forward. Bill, how would you evaluate Legerald over the past couple of weeks, and what kind of do you want to see from him heading into the postseason? Well, I think Legerald's kind of like our X factor. You know, when he's, when he's really good, he gives us a whole different element as a team because he can drive it, he can force help, he can shoot it. 
Uh, he could be a, he could be a, a, as good a perimeter defender as we have, and everything. And so I don't think he's played poorly. I just don't think I don't I don't think he's he's played uh, as consistently well as what he was early in the season. But hopefully he'll get that back. You know, here at the end. I think you can take it for granted, but when you guys shoot open threes, it seems like they go in a lot. Can you just speak to what it does when you have four shooters on the court for a coach for an offense? Like, how, yeah. how does that help? Yeah. Well, well. We also shoot a lot of guarded shots that don't go in. Uh, I think that one of the biggest problems we've had this year is you give guys so much freedom. Our shot selection hasn't been great all the time. Uh, uh, but when we do take good looks, it, it, you know, we do have a better chance to go in. And we shoot a lot more threes when Doak's in the game. And at least I think we do. You'd have to look at those stats, and that's because you know he, he draws interest down there because of the, his ability to score. And so uh, it seems like with Mitch in the game, we get more driving the ball. But 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 Doke is Doke, Doke is a guy that that basically opens things up for others. It's hard to it's hard to double team him, and when they do, you know he's gotten better passing out of the post. Still not still not where he needs to be, but but it, you know it's it, we've always said it's, you know when you pressure out, you know when you pressure at least a lot of times you're throwing it to your big guy, and and uh, 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 having a big guy in there that forces dives, that forces different different looks. I, I think it's done wonders for uh, for having our, our uh, for our perimeter shooting. You know, the hardest thing to guard is four shooters around a big. I mean, Jankovic told me that a long time ago. Every four man we recruit should be a three point shooter because that's the hardest thing to guard. And and you know, we we're doing it a little bit differently. We just we're taking it to a whole extreme, saying no, we're, we don't need a four man. We're just going to play four guards that can shoot. You know, it's worked out. You know, it doesn't always work out well, but it works. It's worked out okay so far. You say sometimes that the, the fun part of it is the challenge before that you're trying to figure out how to get things to work. You you play more three point shooters now. I mean, has that been kind of interesting and the challenge to to figure out how this new four guard offense looks? No, you know, you know, I I think uh, last year really helped us because we planned on playing Carlton and and uh, <coughs> Landon or Udoka as our starting bigs the whole time. Uh, and then you got Mitch, and you got Colby, and and uh, and everything. But we had a three man that that uh, that was obviously probably the most gifted kid on our team that could do everything as a, that a guard can do, but he could also do everything as a big can do. So that was easy to move him in to that spot as our four man because he was still a guard. This year has been a little bit different because uh, we don't have a guard that can do the things. That a big does, and and so, you know, when 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 teams, when we say that we can't play, or, or or this would be a tough matchup for us, try to flip it, say how do we make it a tougher matchup for them, and and uh, you know it doesn't always work out, but you know it's worked out its fair share, and the fact that you got four guys that can stretch it, and you know at least a third of the time he's going to be one of those guys is going to be chased around by a six nine or six ten guys sometimes can play to your advantage. What is the path for a number one seed for you this season? What do you have to do the rest of the way? Well, I think if we were to win, I think I think that we would put ourselves in a great position. Uh, I was asked this earlier. Uh, I, I I believe there's you know seven or eight teams, maybe more, maybe nine. I don't know how many exactly that are in play for a one seed. Uh, and I think we're one of those. And and whether or not we're on one line now, you know who knows with the ACC champion. You know, Virginia's going to get a one seat. You know, somebody from the Big East is going to get a one seat, maybe two people. So, so 
uh, the whole deal is, you know, Michigan State runs the table in the Big Ten, you know, how can they not be a one seed? I mean, you could look at it a lot of different ways. So the only, you know, a lot depends on what other people do, but also we, we kind of control it, though, in my opinion, because we got so many, so many good wins. Uh, I think we have 18 or 19 wins against the top 100. Uh, you know, that, that's a lot of wins. And, and I think we're like second in the country, the most top 50 wins or something like that. So we put ourselves in a good position. But if we don't finish strong and somebody else does, we don't deserve it. So I, don't, I, I think the only path is to win. Would you, Bill, would you rather be a, be a number one and maybe have to travel a little farther away, or would it be better to be a two or three and, and stick a little bit closer to home? No, I, I, I think locations are way overrated. I mean, it would be nice to, if we were able to stay close to home in Wichita or whatnot, but I, 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 I don't think that, uh, I don't, you know, last year we had an opportunity and we didn't make the most of it, and we'll never have a better home court opportunity than we did last year playing in Kansas City, but but I also think sometimes with when that happens and you're not playing well, it can also add pressure and stuff. So it, it to me is just hey, wherever it is, doesn't make any difference. You mentioned you think Vic's kind of an X factor. I mean, what is it about about him that when he plays well, do other guys just enjoy seeing him have success? Or I mean, just, oh yeah, I think yeah. so. I, I do. I, I do. Everybody enjoys it when the other guys yeah. have success, but but. But, he, but when, when I say X factor, what could potentially he do that, that maybe he hasn't done as consistently lately? I mean, they're, they're like, okay, Dope can go from here to here, and Devontae can go from here to here, and other guy, you know, LeGerald's got a, you know, he can go, there's a big, pretty big gap. So I really think that that's what I mean by X factor. He's, he, he, he can really elevate our team play. Coach, a few weeks ago, you kind of talked about this team's toughness. It was a concern. Is it much of a concern now? And have you seen improvement? And uh, uh, are you where you want these guys to be as far as? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think that we've improved in that area. <clears throat> we've had to improve in that area because we've had some good tough wins. Uh, uh, but but I, I I still think you know the other day we played Texas. I mean, you know we, we, that that was a game that 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 uh, you know they were beat up and and uh, everything, and we had control control of the game and didn't put them away. You know, to me, that's an element of, of that, just a little bit. But, but uh, I, I, I do think that we're better than we were. But you know, you still you, you look at certain things, rotation, rebounding, and things like that. And you got six five, one ninety blocking off their four or five man. That you, you got to be tougher than what we are in a lot of ways to in order to physically compete when you're not as strong. And, and that's what I'm talking about. And we, we, I don't think we've consistently shown that we can do that. You know, over, you know. A period of two or three weeks. I think we have shown that we are definitely can do that in, 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 in within games, but but uh, I'd like to see it be more of a mindset. And, and we're gaining on it, but we're not there yet. And Bill, you, I think you nailed it. You said we asked you before Big 12 play started what record you thought might get a piece of this. I think you said 14 and 4, probably clearly outright, maybe 13 and 5 even. Yeah. What was it maybe back then that led you to believe that a 16 and 2 wasn't really realistic and that those lower numbers maybe were there? Well, I, I first of all thought the league was too good for anybody to go 16 and 2, and I didn't think there was a team in the league good enough to go 16 and 2. Uh, you know, to, to, to play in the best league in the country, and I shouldn't say that. Because every, you know, other people could, could disagree. To play in probably the most competitive league in the country, uh, to think that when there's no bottom half of the league, that that over a course of 18 game season, that they, that you would only not play well twice, 
uh, I think is is a pretty pie in the sky thought. So so uh, uh, so I, I I didn't think I didn't think that that we could do that, nor did I think anybody else could do that, just because I thought there was too much balance and the teams were too close together. You know, we're we're what thirteen and four now. Mm-hmm. How many of those thirteen wins have come down the last two minutes? Most. Most. <laughs> I mean, so so we could easily be, uh, you know, nine and eight. You know, ten and seven. You know that kind of stuff. So, uh, uh, I don't think there's that much difference in the teams. Did you buy in at think? all to the close wins helping in the postseason, having you know uh, played so many close games? games? Yeah, I, I think you can buy into it. What, whatever situation you're in, you should buy into it. Okay, and that's what <laughs> that's exactly what we need. Billy Tubbs. Billy Tubbs asked me when we won in 2008. He asked me what our point differential was going into the NCAA tournament. And I told him, and he, he knew that because he thought, because we, we were averaging winning games by 20-something a game. You know, uh, uh, we were being conference teams by 50 or, you know, 40. I mean, it was, I mean so, so it was a little, little different deal, but the league was different then, too. And, and he asked me, he said, you can win it. You know why? Players aren't stressed. You haven't played many close games. That was his philosophy. And then you hear other people's philosophy, he said, you know, guy, you've been in so many close games, you know, that may help you. I don't know that there's an exact <laughs> You know, don't turn it over, make your free throws, stay out of foul trouble. And, and, and uh, you know, th- those are the things that will obviously give you the best chance to win in the tournament. What do you think of your former assistant coaches' seasons and their position for the tournament? Barry finished second in the Valley. Joe's in the semifinals of, uh, of, of uh, the Atlantic Sun. And, and they're hosting, so he's got a great chance. Uh, Jenks had the had, had the worst luck of anybody in the country. There's not been a team more beat up than what SMU's been uh, uh, this year. Uh, you know, he's had and, and Danny. You know, uh, uh, Danny's going to have to obviously play well in the ACC tournament. Uh, but they're so young, and but basketball is such a fine line because one guy makes such a big difference. But you know, here's Danny going into the season losing that stud he had last year, Collins, but knowing he's got this. This kid, right there, that can totally anchor everything. And a week before school starts, he goes pro, you know, overseas. So it's such a fine line uh, uh, in our sport because you know one guy can can change your whole outlook. And but I, but 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 our guys have done our, our guys have done fine. Kyle Keller's right there to have a chance to win. You know, Doc's had an up and down year, but but for the most part, they've done pretty well.